0: This is Khadijah of the Evelyn Rose Collection, and I am listening to Inner Tea Talk with Milani Shani.
1: Milani's mission is to help inspire and facilitate global empowerment using alternative technologies to clear old cellular memory and to illuminate the light of authentic living. Milani has dedicated her life to promoting well being in the community and helping others to thrive and grow in every area of their lives. Let it go, let it go, Relates your stuff. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Inner Tea Talk. I am Milani Shani, your hostess, self-mastery educator and life coach. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. So I hope you all are basking in the glow of being fully and truly who you are and living your best life. And if you're not, I have something really, really special for you today. So today we're going to do something a little bit differently I was thinking about all of the classes and workshops and everything that I've done that are just kind of sitting on a hard drive, waiting to be heard and seen to go out and, and, and touch people and mm-hmm help people to transform their lives. And so I decided to share today one of I think one of my most powerful classes which is called Mastering the Master in You. I did this class as a part of my Momentum Master series and I think that it's a very very powerful opportunity for you to look at like how you're actually living as the master of your life or how to master your life. I think that We are all the creators of our reality every day, every choice, every thought. Um, every every action, everything we do, every feeling we have is constantly creating. So if we can master ourselves and know ourselves better than anyone else on the planet, then we certainly can um, create our reality. So this is um, a webinar that I did um, that's in a live class. So I had, I think it was 13 people in this class. And so you'll hear some interaction from the other people in the class and and what they kind of. I got from the class, and I'm advising them in the class, and I think it's going to be a really powerful opportunity for you. So it's called mastering the master in you, and it's three phases to help you know when you are mastering yourself and what you may need to do to up your game or to really tune in and tap in to your self mastery. So enjoy the webinar. I'll be back right after to um, to give you a special offer, as always, to help you to take your life to the next level, and to also tap into the master within you. So enjoy the webinar.
0: So today's lesson is for our Momentum Masterclass is Mastering the Master in You. Self-mastery is the foundation of all mastery, okay? So if you're walking around trying to master something and you haven't mastered yourself, It's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, for you to master that thing. Now, when you master something, that means that you are fully present in it and it is thriving, okay? And you're causing other masters in your field. And so we're not talking about you just got a bunch of knowledge because you read a bunch of books and now you know a lot of stuff. That to me is not mastery. That is a human filing cabinet walking around with a lot of information and every time somebody asks you a question, you go check your archives and you can tell them, you know, what you learned, but they can't see it anywhere being applied in your life. Okay. So self mastery, when you are getting ready to start, I always tell you, you're getting ready to start a big business, a project, anything you're getting ready to do, personal growth and development is necessary. Every time I start a big project, I go through a big purge and a a big uh, metamorphosis. Every time. And so when you are able to master yourself and elevate yourself into I am over and over again, whatever projects you touch is gonna turn to gold. Doesn't matter what it is. Okay, all right. And so what is mastery? So Google defines mastery as comprehensive knowledge or skill in a subject or accomplishment. So they use words like proficiency, ability, knowledge, understanding, familiarity, command, comprehension, and expertise. So for me, Momentum Master Coach, Milani, I describe mastery as practice in action, clarity, example. That means you're being an example, role model, self-awareness, unified in your mind, body, and spirit. That is your thoughts, words, actions, and energy are unified. Because, excuse me, a lot of times, people are not unified with themselves. That's why it's difficult for them to be unity in community. (laughs) A lot of people don't do community because they can't. They don't even have unity with themselves. Their mind is over here, the body's over here. Fears over there, the words don't match the actions, and you know, energy don't match the words, thoughts all over the place. So, they can't be, you can't force people to be in community with other people and they're not in community with themselves. Okay, and self mastery again is the foundation of all mastery. And the last thing that I didn't put on here was masters cause other masters. You don't just keep the mastery to yourself, you actually are causing other masters for whatever mastery you've accomplished. What is momentum? Google's defined momentum as strength or force gained by motion or by a series of events. And I'm gonna move through this quickly, go into the university and all of you um, have uh, a code to sign up for iElevate so you can go in there and go as slow as you want through this, um, put some up the next day in the um, Activate You Now University. If you need the information, just text me and I'll send it to you after class. Okay, so momentum, the strength. For masters, that would be our ability to stay the course, to work through, to never give up, up, and to stand at cost for ourselves and others. That is the strength of momentum, okay? Masters stay the course. Masters work through. Masters are not pumps to life. Life shows up and masters are dead in it, bold. What's happening? What's, time, what, 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 what's trying to confront me so that I can heal and transform my life? I'm open, okay? Force gain, that spirit, the force. One thing that engaging in mastery will do is strengthen your relationship to spirit. Know who's talking. Make the distinction between your spirit and your humanity. We don't have to try to be spiritual. We are spirit having a human experience. So evolving and growing beyond our wildest imagination. So our force is spirit. And we have to know when spirit is talking and when humanity is talking. And you have to be careful because sometimes humanity will impersonate your spirit. And you really think that it's spirit talking because humanity, you know, humanity loves to learn. For those of you who like to learn, you've learned all about spirituality, right? And you come in with the spirituality talk and ain't no spirit in it, right? And so you got to learn how to make that distinction so you can use that force, that light, that energy to be able to cause momentum in your life series of events. In this case, in our case, our series of events is virtual experiences. This is how we're building momentum. Our virtual experiences assist us in building momentum and causing ourselves to move from I elevate to I am, which which is the embodiment of mastery. So every time we come and we engage ourselves in this communal, powerful group experience, we get to build more momentum and we get closer to embodying our mastery, okay? But this is a universal mastery. It's not just a mastery in one subject. This is a spiritual mastery, an energetic mastery, a momentous mastery. It will take you through everything It will grow you through everything. It will move you through everything. Okay, we clear? So momentum and mastery is when we unify our mind, body, and spirit, which causes us to create a powerful momentum because we are clearly and consistently choosing to be in alignment by actively practicing self-management and self-awareness that's actively and as we practice consistently we gain the strength to continue to push forward as we practice clearly we get in tune with our spirit and as we sustain intentional alignment and momentum we become self masterful okay as we keyword sustain everybody say it with me sustain, sustain. <laughs> okay? Because that is the main thing that people have challenges with is sustaining intentional alignment. If I say, okay, come for 90 days and we're gonna go through this, we're gonna do a 90-day boot camp. Like, okay, I've signed up for my 90 days. Whether you got sustained momentum or not, you're like, okay, I signed up for my 90 days, I'm a master now at 90 days. But have you sustained anything? Right? Has your I elevate become I am? Or do you need a little bit more practice? Do you need a little bit more clarity? Right? You're going to know when you've mastered something because you start to cause other masters without even trying. That's how you know. I had, um, it was so funny because I've been getting these amazing um, testimonials from clients, so today I spoke to one of my clients, I haven't talked to her in probably three or four years, and you you all saw the um, Facebook post that I did with the other client, I haven't seen in six years, but this particular one has been three or four years, and I talked to her today for the first time, and it was incredible, like the things she was telling me, I was like, wow, so masters are being caused all over the place, and people are calling me six, ten, 20 years later talking about what I said to them without even trying. But that's because I'm doing my work. I always say you are the most powerful impactor when you are doing your own work. That's how you really impact and imprint onto other people and help them activate themselves is when you're doing your own work. It's very powerful. Any questions before we move on? Because this is going to be a a kind, we're going to go a little bit deep here on this section. So any questions or comments? Okay, thank you. Questions, comments? No? Okay, awesome. So so this one is Mastering the Mastering You. So phase one to mastery is depth because I'm, I'm consistently downloading from Spirit when we're doing these PowerPoints, so I never know what's coming out. So it's like, ooh, death. okay, so what's that about? And then I heard the journey to freedom. How many of you think about freedom when you think about death? Raise your hand. Uh, I think you can raise your hand in the chat. All right, very good, that's awesome. So I thought it was pretty cool. So the death of what? The death of family pathologies and traditions, the death of false belief systems, the death of past experiences and pain, the death of toxic people, places and things, the death of old conditioning, the death of resistance. So I want each one of you to choose one of these that needs to die or has died in your life so you can be free or you can choose your own. That's why I put a question mark. One thing. And when you have that in mind, everybody raise your hand. Raise it on the thing because I can't see everybody on the video. So if you go into the little chat box, I think I can see it. Okay. I got three people raised their hand. Good deal. Oh, I can see it up there. Good. Four people. Okay, good. Five. We have 13 people on on the call. I have five people raise their hands. Oh, some people on the phone. So, okay. Got it. All right, so let's move on. What stage are you in? And so when I thought about when Spirit said death, I said, hmm, let's go to the five stages of death. I did a whole, uh, a whole talk on the five stages of death from Elizabeth Ross's book on death and dying um, a long time ago. And so I went back and referenced that uh, talk that I did. It was very powerful. So I want you to, that one thing you chose I want you to pick what stage you're in right now. That one thing that you chose that needs to die, okay? Are you in denial about that one thing? That's stage one. This is where you're ignoring the initial promptings of change. You avoid, you hide, you're in disbelief. I don't believe this is happening. I'm not you know, trying to let this go because I know this is for me. I know God brought this to me. Even though it's turmoil and chaos, you still holding on, okay? You just in straight denial. Stage two, anger. Now the pain is escalating. So you're in hiding and in disbelief, you shut down on the whole thing. Like I don't see it, it's not there, everything's okay. Then, the pain starts escalating and you just get mad, okay? So lack starts taking over your life. Relationships get just broken and unhealthy. And then you just, you're so mad, but still unwilling to change. I heard this saying today, I was listening to a friend of mine and she said, her daughter always comes to her in tears. She's 10 years old, she comes to her in tears when she's trying to get something. And she says, tears are for releasing. And she says, she looks at her daughter and she says, tears are for for releasing love. Why are you coming with tears and still holding on? Right? And so you're angry. Your pain is escalating, but you're still holding on. Okay. Are you in stage three? Bargaining. This is where you start to squeeze and hold on even tighter to your stuff. You're like, Ooh, oh, I'm so angry, but it's not working. And you begin to bargain for those, those things in your life. The people place the things you want to hold on to. You're like, if I could just get this, I would be fine. If it could just be this way, it would be fine. If I could, you try to fit in. Okay. Let me change my hair. Let me change my clothes. Maybe they'll like me. Let me, uh, cook more, let me, you just trying to find everything you can to bargain by any means necessary. And this is the beginning of the dying process. This is when you reluctantly begin to rethink and reflect on your life, even though you're trying to fit in and nobody's hearing it. Nobody sees you. They still, they, they even worse, don't see you. They're ignoring you even more. Your stuff, your money is is just they they done kept your paycheck and you 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 already can't pay your bills and now they're not paying our paychecks. The company don't went bankrupt. It's just getting deeper and deeper. Then what do we do? Go stage four, deep depression. And this when we go to the doctor to get medicated, right? So this is where you begin to lose hope and give up. You've given up so much, you, you, you're you done. You're unhappy, you're low-spirited. You know, this is where change becomes mandatory. This is where you will choose to let your stuff die so you can be free, or you'll choose to continue in the stuff, and you'll begin to go back into the five stages, the the first stage. So if you don't allow your stuff to die, you're gonna go back to denial. You're gonna get all the way down to depression and you're gonna go into a deep depression and then you're gonna go back to night. this is not, I'm not depressed. Get you some medicine, take your pills. I'm okay. Everything's good. That's the denial. You back at stage one, right? This is where you see people say, you know, no matter what I do, no matter what I try, things keep going. Well, let me tell you, the law of attraction is your greatest ally, it's very compliant. So if you say if it ain't one thing, it's another, guess what? The law of attraction, I'll say, Okay. And then the universe is gonna build momentum around that. So every time you look around. Oh, if ain't one thing is another, why not say it just gets greater and greater every day? It's some amazing things happening in my life every day. Every day, it just gets better and better, right? Rather than going back into denial. If you move forward, then you are in acceptance. And this is what we talked about earlier. You learn how to detach. You're like, whatever this situation is, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to heal from it, but I'm not going to let it take me out. I'm not going to let my journey, my journey that I chose, my choices, take me out. That's not going to happen. These are my choices. I did this to myself, which is amazing because if I did it to myself, guess what? I can change it anytime I get ready right? And so you feel empowered, you see the light, you surrender, you believe, you trust, and this is where you find peace and you're rewarded in your authentic life. Okay, any questions? Comments? So (laughs) I
2: chose family pathologies and traditions. And at first, at first I was like, okay, I'm definitely in between anger and bargaining. But I also
1: see myself lately like a lot in just depression, but I really
0: I didn't realize what you said about um, if we don't move through depression, we go back to stage one, which makes a lot of sense because I can think of um, uh, things that I had to
2: work on coming up for me like in the past months and just overall and um, when when they ended up resurfacing and resurfacing over again is because i went into denial instead of going into acceptance i just feel like okay um well that's that's all that's an old pathology. i'm just gonna pretend like
0: that's <laughs> not happening <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> and it keeps perpetuating itself. That's a perfect example. Cause I know you've been moving through a lot of pathologies and every time you move through, what happens is another one pops up and that's your spirit giving you an opportunity to accept. But rather than accept, you run back to denial. And then you have to go start over and over again. You have to go back through all of the stages. Makes sense? <laughs> okay, anyone else?
2: Just said about the family pathology. Yeah. Um, and that is, I, I keep going back through to a denial all over again. But they can change and they can evolve, and <laughs> stay open to the possibility of right. something. And you be angry again, and you're bargaining, trying to hold it back. Well, maybe if I just do it this way. Like I'm just seeing it go over and over again. I, not necessarily an acceptance. So yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm happy to see this because I can see how I'm shifting through with this hope of saving the family right. somehow. <laughs> no. Oh, it's, it's so fun, that no. traditional. I know. <laughs> so, this, yeah. this is really helping me right now. Yeah.
0: Yes. Really save yourself and then you'll yeah. save your family. Yes.
2: Yes. yes.
0: Okay. Because masters are examples and role models. So, as you walk in your power, they will see it and yeah. they will come. Yeah. yeah. If you build it, they will come. So, if you empower yourself, they will come. Right. Trust me. I've, I've had it happen. And it's amazing. Yes, yes. Anybody else? We'll take one more. Let's take a quick break here to warm up our tea and we're going to come back and sip on some more tea to heal our inner soul.
2: Hi, this is Amber Shawnee, creator of The Amber Shawnee Show, and I am listening to Inner Tea Talk with
0: Milani Shawnee. Thank you for listening to Inner Tea Talk with Milani Shawnee and sipping on this healing tea for your soul. Please follow and share our podcast so that we can spread our message of global empowerment to everyone. For more information about our mission, products, and services, please visit our website at MilaniShawnee.com. That's M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com get your souls ready to sip on this
2: all right i would like to step in and share that um the one i chose is old conditioning Mm. and a lot of that old conditioning comes from you know just family pathologies that have been occurring and so for me i'm finding that i i'm where kind of where she is i was in depression Mm -hmm. around all of that and uh uh, have moved into the acceptance arena.
0: Wonderful. And uh, oh, you're you know, it's a, empowered now.
2: Yes, 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 yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and what else did you want to say? I'm sorry.
2: No, that was it. That was oh, it. that was
0: it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing. Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to move on because we have to get to our Q and A. Uh, if you all have any questions. Okay. So that was phase one, which is death. Okay. So every time you get ready to renew yourself, every time you get ready to go to another level, in this case, we're going from I elevate to I am. Every time you get ready to move, you want to go through, or you're going to go through some type of death or dying. And so that is, and for me being a Scorpio Having a lot of mutation mutative energy in my birth charts, I'm constantly dying and re- being rebirth. And people can see that in my work because it's all. Every time I die and rebirth, I do something, a major project. Like you know, my CD came out, and then I did master teacher class, and then I did my um, affirmation cards, and then I'm writing my book. And we um, now we're doing momentum math. So every time I die and I'm reborn, there's so much that I'm learning that, you know, it just comes pouring out and spirit just brings it out. And so that is my outlet. This is how I integrate and make things sustainable within myself is to teach. Because sharing is the final phase of mastery. If you don't share it, you can't master it. Okay. So the second phase two is, um, is choices. So after you go through the dying process and then you're at the acceptance stage, what's gonna happen is you're gonna have to make some choices, okay? Based on your ability to erect a new belief system, that can be surrendered when it's time to elevate, okay? So every time we want to elevate and move into the I am, we need to erect a new belief system. So that means a belief system dies or several belief systems die and we begin to erect new belief systems. If you stay stuck in the same belief systems, there is no change, okay? You can talk about change, you can pay for classes on change, you can chant, you can pray, you can sing, but there is no consistent uh, change that's gonna take place. No sustainable change. So new belief systems have to come in to replace the old belief systems because what you're getting ready to do requires new belief systems. Like you, if, you, if you've been working a job, you have a paycheck consciousness. This is why I teach in my entrepreneur mindset. You have a paycheck consciousness when you've been working a job. In order for you to become an entrepreneur, you have to release your paycheck consciousness. And, and, and begin to understand that your money comes from wherever. 20 something years ago when I released my job, I had to know or uh, change my belief system, erect a new belief system that said, money can come from anywhere, the East, the West, the North, the South, the trees, the universe. Unexpected income can come from anywhere. Okay, so you have to erect new belief systems as you are letting the old belief systems die out. Belief systems, you make choices and new belief systems based on what you're wanting to create because we are not, we don't face our reality. We are the creators of reality. It's not about facing any reality. We create our reality when we are masters. Okay, so the choices that we have is love versus fear. Light versus shadow, peace versus chaos, joy versus sorrow, community versus competition, wealth versus poverty consciousness, health versus and vitality versus sickness, creation, Versus sabotage detachment versus attachment. These are some of the choices that we have when we're erecting new belief systems. when we've been in the shadows for so long. We really can't. It's not. We're not going to be able to shift that right away. When we've been in the shadows for so long. What we're going to have to do is we're going to have to quiet those shadow thoughts. Give ourselves an opportunity to quiet those thoughts as we begin to erect new belief systems. We, what we think we're just going to be able to shift that and we've been in that shadow for 20 years and we're just going to be like, okay, I'm new. <laughs> no, you got to quiet that, those thoughts. Like if you got a paycheck consciousness, every time you think of something lack it's lack, it's lack, I don't have enough, I don't have enough. Quiet, quiet, no, no, no. And then begin to erect a, my income, my prosperity comes from the universe. The universe pays me generously every day. No, I don't. You would like, right? Not violent. Why am I thinking these thoughts? Because what? what does the law of attraction do when we have that much powerful emotion? It complies. It gives us whatever we put emotion on, whatever we focus on. Make sense? Anybody have any questions? Questions, comments? Mm-hmm. No? Wow. Oh, okay. Good job Okay. So phase three, the mastery, manifestation. This is what we all want, right? We want to attract, right? It's all in your DNA. Divine, natural ability. Whenever you want to attract something, you can. All you have to do is align yourself with what you want to attract. Because the law of attraction is your most compliant ally. Whatever you feel, whatever you think, whatever you say, the law of attraction is going to align with that and roll with it. It is your natural divine ability to be able to manifest. You are a creator. Consistency, momentum, integrity, focus, and confidence are those attributes that you want to have in order to manifest quickly, easily, and effortlessly. Once you go through the death and dying process and you begin to make your choices, you're going to manifest on purpose and deliberately. Like without even trying, you're just going to say you want something. Your thoughts, your, your actions, your words are going to be lined up, and it's just you're just going to see it. That's
2: how it works. This is how you're going to
0: master the master in you. Know that whatever's coming out of your mouth, whatever you're thinking in your mind, whatever your body and energy is vibrating. That's what you're going to create. And if all that is all over the place and not unified, you're going to create chaos. It's just
2: your divine natural ability.
0: Okay. All right, so we have some questions for reflection, but before we go there, um, I want to give you all an opportunity since we're running a little bit behind schedule, just an opportunity to ask any questions or make any comments.
2: Is everybody there? I, I was going to say earlier <laughs> <laughs> um, that when we are practicing detachment, it left me to connect it with uh, staying curious. Yes. Like, in order to do that, that was that's just what popped up for me as a gem to practice that. Hmm. I wonder how this will actually manifest. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I just wanted to connect to that one. And I'm, I'm just excited to apply this to that that. Family dynamic that I was just speaking of, and owning the changes in myself first. Yes.
0: What needs to the question is, what needs to die in my belief system so my um, relational wealth with my family can live in a healthy place? That's the question. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, because remember, these, these are your steps. So when you start to think about, okay, how's this going to manifest? The first thing you do is go back to the mastery step number one. What needs to die? What belief system do I need that needs to die so that I can have or create this thing? And then what choices do I need to make once that dies? I need to stay in the light, not in the shadow, quiet in the shadows. Right? Yeah. And then manifestation takes place because it's in your DNA,
2: yeah.
0: divine natural ability to manifest. Make sense, Oni?
2: Oh, yeah, no, it just makes me purposeful. Like when you're purposeful, everything seems to be making sense.
0: Yeah, and it's just about following the steps. That's why I gave you three steps yeah. that we're using for Momentum Masters in this moment. And as you use those steps together as a community, it's going to amplify your power.
2: Yeah. Death choices and manifestations.
0: Yes. So no success questions for reflection. Are you casting spells on yourself with your words? I can't afford. I don't have enough. I'm not enough. Are you casting spells on yourself? Momentum masters. (laughs) Yes, Yes. In your DNA, love. Do you love yourself enough to heal yourself and to create positive results for yourself? You have to love yourself deeper in order to heal. Love yourself deeper to create positive results for you. Are you willing to stay stagnant so you can be right? For those of you who like to be right, who need to be right, who have to be right, who you know by any means necessary have to be right. Are you willing to stay stuck and stagnant so you can be right? Is your yes crew or your amen corner holding you hostage in your pity party? Like you call them up and they'll be like, yeah, you right. Like they're not going to tell you if you're being silly and foolish. They're not going to tell you if you're in the shadows. It's like, yeah, they're just going to agree with you because they know that you need to be right. And they're not going to take the energy and the time to just be like, look, you know, that's foolishness. Are you willing to give up your pain to stand in or cause your purpose? Great questions for a reflection. Okay, any questions here? Any comments? Notes and self-reflections. Prosperity is a mindset. For those of you who are looking for more prosperity so you can do more projects or you know, you're just looking for prosperity in every area of your life and health and, and home and relationships, when you master your mindset, you master master prosperity in every area of your life. Prosperity is a mindset. Prosperity is a thought. Prosperity is a way of thinking. It is a new belief system. Erect it. And you will see prosperity in your entire life. Show up boldly when your life is not where you want it to be. That's so important. When your life is not where you want it to be, show up boldly. Don't shy away and, you know, oh, I can't, oh, I don't, oh, woe, is me, oh, I'm a victim. Because victims get victimized. Show up boldly. Like, okay, what do I need to transform? What needs to die in this moment so I can have what I desire, so I can be free? What do I need? Okay, what needs to die? What choice do I need to make so my manifestation just happens because it's in my DNA? Okay. And the last one is, I believe, mastery is achieved through practice and action. There's no other way. It's not achieved through reading reading books and taking classes. Oh, this is the last one. You can decide if your journey with yourself is going to be powerful or if your journey with yourself is going to be pitiful. Your decision, your life.
1: Okay, my beautiful sippers, I hope that you enjoyed sipping on that inner tea, mastering the master in you. As always, I would love to hear your comments and um, what you got from the show, how you feel about the show, if if there are any shows or topics that you'd like me to talk about. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you can go up into the right-left-hand corner, I believe, or the right-hand corner, and press message and leave a message. If you'd like to leave a testimony on how this show changed your life, or any of our shows have, please do the same thing. We appreciate it. And um, so my special offer that I have for you all today is if you join my mailing list, and that's at dot shanicom M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I dot com, I will send you part two to Mastering the Mastering You. This is a part two series. And part two is just as powerful as part one. So if you'd like to receive part two of Mastering the Mastering Within You right into your email box, then go to milanishani.com right now and join our emailing list. That's all you have to do is take one action to receive part two of this um, powerful webinar. So again, my website is That's M A. L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I dot com. You go there, just click the button, join the mailing list, put your uh, email list and email in. And as soon as we get the notification, we'll send you part two. So thank you again for listening to this inner tea. I hope that it was, it's soothing to your soul. added a little honey and a little agave to your day. Have a beautiful and blessed day, Sippers. And I will see you on the next episode. Be blessed and be well.